The Lord be with you. A reading from the Holy Gospel according to John. On the first day of the week, Mary of Magdala came to the tomb early in the morning while it was still dark and saw the stone removed from the tomb. So she ran and went to Simon Peter and to the other disciples whom Jesus loved and told them, they have taken the Lord from the tomb and we don't know where they put him. So Peter and the other disciples went out and came to the tomb. They both ran, but the other disciple ran faster than Peter and arrived at the tomb first. He bent down and saw the burial cloths there, but did not go in. When Simon Peter arrived after him, he went into the tomb and saw the burial cloths there and the cloth that had covered his head, not with the burial cloths, but rolled up in a separate place. Then the other disciples also went in, the one who had arrived at the tomb first, and he saw and believed. For they did not yet understand the scripture that he had to rise from the dead. The Gospel of the Lord. Praise to you, Lord Jesus Christ. Well, good morning and happy Easter once again. The theme of today's homily is joy, right? We were created for joy, right? Everybody is. In fact, you never hear someone say, you know what? This whole joy thing, just not for me. Give me a little more misery, right? But you do hear a lot of people say, you know what, this misery, I can't handle it anymore. I need some joy, right? Everybody longs and desires. That's what we were created for, what we want. And if we don't have it, we're like, something's not right. Like, I need peace and something needs to be fixed in my heart or in my life and my circumstances, right? Think about the most joyful moments of your life. Isn't it true that a lot of times they arrive as a surprise, right? As a gift, as something that wasn't guaranteed but all of a sudden obtained, right? Maybe the result of winning something after a long season of struggle or after giving birth, after getting a job you were looking for, maybe a bonus, a great test score. None of it was guaranteed, but you work and strive and hope for, and then finally what you hope for arrives, right? The victory, right? What joy. The gospel gives us an idea of this surprise, this discovery of the empty tomb. We as Christians, the beginning of our life was that experience. Like, wow, it's actually true. What I wanted and hoped for, it's what it is. Mary Magdalene had been there at the foot of the cross. She knew what death, despair, pain, frustration, shattered hopes, betrayal, abandonment. She knew it intimately. She had been there at the foot of the cross. And just a few days later, she is now before what she expects to be a closed, sad tomb, to sit there and mourn and reflect and try to assimilate the fact that everything she hoped for just wasn't going to be. And what does she find? She actually finds the tomb 
is empty. The stone is rolled away. And she doesn't know what to do. She's excited. She's like, this doesn't make sense. Right? She maybe even thought, wait a second, maybe I'm at the wrong tomb. Like us in the parking lot, right? You come to where you think your car is, wait a second, it's not here. And so you're like, where is it? You know? She might be like, wait a second, this might not be, let me step back and make sure I'm in the right aisle here at the cemetery. And, but it, it, it's the place. She was, and he's not there. This is the surprise, the being surprised by joy. The body of Jesus was gone. She runs and tells the other apostles, and they come running, Peter and John, and they have the same experience, right? John himself, he was there. He helped carry the body. He helped lug the water to the place of cleaning the body. He was there touching it, wrapping it, placing it in the tomb with Joseph of Arimathea and the Marys. And he's right back there, and the body is gone. He sees the cloth there, resting in its place, and it's empty. Right? That beautiful, some of you heard the talk this week in in some of the parishes of Greenwich with Father Andrew Dalton, the expert on the Shroud of Turin, and he talks about that. What did John see? He stoops in, he sees, and he believes. What did he see? The scriptures tell us he saw the claws. And that triggered his faith. The way they were laid out, the fact that Jesus' body was wrapped inside there and he sees them deflated, just laying there. It's like, he wasn't stolen. There's no way he could have been stolen. First of all, thieves wouldn't take the time to unwrap him, carry away his wounded body. Now, it couldn't be that stolen. And then to move this rock, it would have taken... No way. He's not there. He's evaporated. He's gone. It's miraculous. Just wait a second. And he said he was going to do this. And now I remember. He said after three days, and this was going to happen, and that was going to In fact, in our pain, we didn't realize, but now it's true. And he came to faith. He saw and he believed. Brothers and sisters, let us be surprised by joy. God's plan for humanity isn't suffering, difficulty, pain. It's not his ultimate plan. It's not the way he wants it. He wants celebration, joy, forgiveness, freedom. And that's what he came to bring in Jesus Christ. Sure, we can feel and experience, no doubt, because of our sin and the sins of others, defeat abandonment, difficulty, betrayal, suffering. We can also be locked in tombs that we can't figure out how to get out of. But Jesus comes to blow that door open, to set you free, to give you a faith and a confidence in him that there's nothing that can hold you down in him. Jesus Christ is risen. That's why we say, hallelujah. Because if he did it, he can do it for me. And me being baptized, as St. Paul says, into his death, then I'm also baptized into his victory. And that's what the Lord comes to give us today, brothers and sisters. 
That is the gift of Easter, the, the gift of conquest, of victory. St. Philip Neri, famous for his joy, one of the saints in the 1500s once said, a cheerful and glad spirit reaches holiness much more quickly than a sad one, right? Pope Francis also talks about that, right? His first encyclical was the joy of the gospel. No one follows or gets converted by a sad Christian. Like, hey, you want to be a Christian? You want to be a Catholic? Well, you know, let me just tell you some of the things that are actually pretty difficult. <laughs> who, who goes in to buy a used car and he says, well, let me tell you all the problems this car has, right? And see if maybe you want to you take it home with you today. I personally, I don't know if I would, but if you want. No, someone who loves, say, no, look at the victory Jesus has given us over sin and death. Look at everything God gives us through his sacraments, through his church, through the clarity of his truth through what he reveals to us. This is what I offer to you, right? This is what's worth it. I'm a joyful, convinced, experienced, resurrected Christian. Now, joy is the fruit of the Holy Spirit. That's what we received when we were baptized and when we were confirmed, the gift of the Holy Spirit. So that joy is there. It's in your heart. But it's also a joy that needs to be set free, needs to be lived. This gift of God is there in potential. We need to activate it through our faith. Just like John, seeing and believing and then running joyfully to proclaim Jesus' resurrection. So brothers and sisters, I invite you this Easter, choose joy. Choose joy. Choose to live your lives based on this truth of God's victory over sin. God's plan isn't for us to be in any tombs. It's to be set free, running, joyful. So three suggestions on how to live and choose joy. I'll give it the acronym of the GPS, right? G, gratitude. I heard someone say that a grateful heart silences a complaining tongue, right? If we're always griping, how will the Holy Spirit fill our hearts with joy? We're always noticing what's missing, what I didn't do, what didn't happen, or what did happen to me, right? Focus on gratitude, all the ways you are blessed by God, all the wonderful things you do have, the ways that God love has given you progress and victory, which are so many. Choose joy by having a grateful heart. One challenge that I try to practice is to wake up each morning and let my first thought be something I'm grateful for and not how little sleep I got, right? <laughs> it's like, oh my God, it's over. I only got six and a half hours last night, right? And then you start the day, okay, I'm gonna have to drag myself through another 15 hours before. That's no way to start your day. Start resurrected, thinking, wow. Maybe you can't celebrate in all the hours of sleep you got, but you could think you've got health. You can stand up, right? You have a house, you have a shower with running water, right? All kinds of blessings that are just continuously flowing over us that we don't often remember. So to wake up in, like Jesus, right? I'm sure when Jesus resurrected, he'd say, wow, that was a tough couple days. No, he's like, wait, look at me. This is amazing. God's power. GPS, so gratitude, P, prayer, 
Ask the Holy Spirit for the gift of joy. Sometimes we can't give ourselves that gift. In fact, we can't give ourselves that gift. We can certainly make our human efforts to cultivate it, and that's what a lot of therapy helps us do, right? There's lots of human tools that can help us, but God can give us his spirit of joy. He did it baptism and he does in confirmation and we can pray for that gift to be activated in us the power of the holy spirit to have the joy of the gospel and the s of gps sharing or service right if you're not feeling very joyful all the experts say just try giving joy to somebody else get your eyes off yourself focus on others if you're not feeling jo joyful, share that joy with someone else. Create joy in someone else's life. Focus on the joy that God has given you and you'll grow in your joy, right? Call someone, smile at something, someone, do something kind and joy will start to flow from that. Remember all that God has given you. So GPS, gratitude, prayer, and service or sharing. Now. now, one of the things that we do in this Easter liturgy that we don't do the rest of the year is instead of the creed, where we stand and say all that we believe, one God, the Father Almighty, creator of heaven and earth, etc., that 12 articles of what Catholics believe, it's our Catholic mission statement, we substitute it, substitute it last night and this morning. Instead of that, we renew our baptismal vows. Re -re we renew what we decided, or someone else decided for us when they brought us as a little baby, what we believe. And it starts with what we renounce. I don't want that. I don't want to stay in my tomb. I don't want that which holds me down. I don't want those lies that the devil tries to sell me. So do you reject Satan? And the answer will be, and all of you will participate, I do. I do renounce that. I don't want that. That doesn't get my attention. And we renounce, I do, I do, I do. That's what I renounce. And then the invitation is, okay, great. So you don't believe any of that. What do you believe? Do you believe in Jesus Christ? I do. Believe in his power, I believe in his resurrection. That's what I want. So we'll renounce and then we'll affirm our faith. And then after that, we'll bring the holy water and walk through the church and bless you all with holy water as a reminder of your baptism, a reminder of where it all began for you, your journey of faith. And if life and time has, through the experience of tombs, have left you a little less energized in your faith, this is the opportunity to recall, that's where it all began and that's where I wanna be, in relationship with Christ, in relationship with his church rallied around people who share that joy of the gospel not constantly running into and rubbing shoulders with people who are a little consumed by just the material or just that i want to be in a community of faith of belief of drive of people convinced of god's love and his redemption and that's what we renew in our baptism so we'll walk around and bless everyone so brothers and sisters, the invitation today is to celebrate Easter, great to have you all here, and to choose joy, to choose the joy of the gospel, that we are loved infinitely and Jesus Christ has overcome sin and death and busted us out of our tombs and our chains through his grace.
Amen.